If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet robe here we are again let's just get right into it. we got so much to talk about you guys where do we begin the one and only miss sarah frazier hi david love you love <sighs> behind the velvet robe fans uh the sarah frazier show fans love you they're loving our recaps and um you know nobody has more dish than you because you literally speak to Every housewife, past, present, I mean, they're gardeners, their ex-boyfriends, anyone that sniffed their ass, you have spoken to them. I love a disgruntled employee. Nothing is better than a disgruntled. Do you know that for a while I was hot on the trail? I mean, I put out like an APB on like, I wanted Kardashian drivers, dry cleaners, hair, makeup. I don't mean Mario. I mean, all the people in the beginning. Before the Kardashians were Kardashians, I put out an all eight. Let me tell you something. I Did you get when, a lot of responses? Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, as my friend Kim D says. When, when you enter that Calabasas, when you enter that Kris Jenner house, I think before you, before the gates even part, ways i think you someone comes out and hands you on a gold platter an nda and you sign it and then after you sign it you have to sign another one to get to the front door and then i think when the front door closed i think you have to sign like five ndas before you get even to step foot in the entryway of miss jenner's house um you do i know this because i know personally someone who has interned for them and it's iron, iron, ironclad. It's multiple, multiple things that you sign. And of course, as an intern, you're kind of kept away from, you know, a lot of the, um, you know, you're, you're, you're doing, you're doing like, you know, you're folding t-shirts, you're, you know, you're doing real basic stuff. You're getting coffee. You might be, you know, you're, you're working maybe with Chris's assistant of assistant, but I do know very firsthand from a reliable source, you sign a lot of things to the point, I think, you know, like what you're saying, nobody is going to, you know, you're going to get sued. You know, if you buy like that, you are going to get sued. No one wants the closest I've gotten was black China who is involved in a lawsuit with them, but she brought it, but she, there were, you were allowed top line questions. What do you think of Kim and Kanye? What do you think of Kim and Pete? What do you think of Chloe Money taking back Tristan every time he cheats? You were like, when her, when China's people were like, that's what you want to ask. It was like, okay, you're allowed. I'm like, of course I want to ask like that. That's what people care about. But when I wanted yeah. to get into details, of course, with the lawsuit, they were like, shame, shame, shame. No, no, no. 
don't ruin China's life. She needs, she's coming for some bucks. <laughs> she needs Rob. She needs that Kardashian. I don't blame her. She Listen, should get some. I am not complaining. The phone rang and I picked it up and it was Black China. I did not ask for her. I did not seek That's her amazing, out. David. I literally was like, this is not real. I would love to interview Black China. Again, I'm putting out an all APB here to all these listeners. Any one 12 to 95 steps removed from the Kardashians. I would like to speak to, but make it real. Let's not have like fake DMs here, guys. And I'm putting out an APB for 90 day fiance before the uh, 90 days or before the engagement. I want, there's a couple, Jasmine and Gino. And Gino is from Canton, Michigan, not far from where my husband grew up. And he apparently is a sugar daddy and, and he was supporting all these women's lifestyles. And I wanted, if you were a sugar babe of Gino's, I want to speak to you. <laughs> That's where I like, you're going like top of the top. I'm like, Gino, this weirdo on 90 day fiance, anyone his sugar babe, I need to speak to you because who was getting sugar from him? I don't know if like the ex colorist that did like Courtney's hair when she was 15 is like exactly the top of the top, but call me. You know, look, there's so much to get. I mean, where do you want to start? You're so good at directing this. I mean, there are so many things to talk about per usual. This is where I want to start because we haven't really been doing so many housewives, housewives, housewives. You have recently discovered the joy, or maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, maybe you hate it. That is one of Bravo's shows that went from horrible to like not good to like fucking epic summer house. I am a new watcher to Summer House. I have a thousand questions for you. You started on Summer this House. season. I started this season. And David, am I getting this right? Is Summer House basically, um, is it basically real world, but with less depth? Is that really what it is? I mean, if you put it like that, <laughs> kind true. of. I mean, I think we have some differences. You know, they leave the house and they go to, they didn't during COVID last season, but you know, they go home to New York city, like they live their lives. And then yes, they are all sharing a Hamptons house, which let's face it is not paid for by them. It is paid for by the powers that be at Bravo. Now that the show is doing better, you know, it's had, it's had moments. Um, the house is bigger. We've seen it. it's the second change of a house. And, you know, it's interesting. It's your first season because you don't know who's a newbie, who are the OGs that you don't mess with. They ain't going nowhere off. Like, you don't know who the Ramonas are, Kyle Richards of Summer House. But I mean, look, it is rooted in real world. Sure. It's a house and they all live there and they are. But, you know, the difference, these are not boys and girls in their 20s. These are people in their 40s, 30s. And in Kyle's case, 40s. These people are in their 30s and 40s. These are not with the real world. We were getting people that were like 22, 23. Like we were getting them much younger. These these are kind of 25 was the official age of the roads. I don't think you could, or maybe 28. You couldn't be on it if you were over a certain age. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I jumped right in. And I just I have a million questions for you. Why are people obsessed with Kyle and Amanda? I I I actually don't find them that fascinating. You mean the fact that they're engaged and you may not get married? 
like their fights are really superficial. I, I mean, you know, I know he signed a contract with her parents. If they don't get married, like he has to pay them already seems like a recipe for divorce within five years. I just find them to be not that fascinating. Honestly, I just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, she kind of is at him all the time to the point of like, I could see why he would want to cheat. I know he cheated on her and it seems like a drunken mistake, which look, I mean, sucks. I think we've all either been cheated on or been the cheater. It's, it's awful. Like it's, it's, it's terrible either way. I mean, you know, but they're hammered. They're on reality TV. They're good looking. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And like, is she, is she like really a fan favorite? Do people love her? She seems whiny to me and I can't figure it out. Here's the thing. First of all, Kyle is an OG. So Kyle has been there from the beginning. So let's just Okay. So people love Kyle. Okay. Okay. I love Kyle. Like the guy that I would most, and Kyle and Amanda have been on this very show here behind the velvet rope. The guy that I would sleep with the most out of them all would be Kyle. If I was just- basing it on looks and okay. Andrea would be a very close second. Okay. All right. That's, I'm just going to put that out there guys. Um, never turn down think- a blonde, Sarah, never turn down a blonde. Just here's and Kyle is 40. Okay. Born in 82. So he's 40. Okay. Okay. So Kyle was like an OG. Amanda was there from the beginning, but not a cast member. She became a cast member in season two. And I think, you know what it is? It's like when you have history, like with a Ramona or Luann, we've been through it. He did cheat and they weren't going to make it. I and mean, listen, who thought when we first saw Amanda and Kyle and then he cheated, like the fact that they are together, they're married. We're going to see the wedding, but we know in real life they're married. Like it just, we are, I think, rooting for them as a, we never thought we would be here, that this couple okay. would be standing. Do I think, you know, when I look at life, And like people die and like, you know, if you're going to die of age, lots of people die in their seventies, people live to eighties, Betty White died at 99. They have a long way to go. So, you know, being a, they, yeah, they may not last long-term. I, I hope they do. I do. I do. Okay. Well, they might, they might, I'm not so sure that they won't, but life is complicated, man. I'm jumping in, you know, later in the game. And so maybe they're really wonderful. I've just, you know, again, this is like season six. And so, you know, we're, I'm just a couple episodes in and, you know, they're like fighting and there's all this like drunk and drunk. I'm like, oh my God, just fucking get drunk and have sex. You know, I mean, what, what do we like, why are we still fighting? You know, we know you're going to get married. We saw the flash forward, like, you know, anyhow, you, that know, just- well, you know where my mind goes? Well, first of all, in real life, there were, Kyle is actually wonderful. Kyle will like talk to you forever, talks about business. Aww. Here's where my mind goes. I, I have just a horrible break. read on people. Cause I see, just, I should have, you know maybe, what I mean? <laughs> no, like I just break the fourth wall and I'm just like, like, we know you get married. So like, it's this real drama. Like we, you know what it is? We've seen right. this. We've seen this story before. So to right. me, it reads as like, is this scripted by your producers? Like, is this really a fight that we're still, right. we've seen this. It's, I, it feels scripted to me. It does. Okay. No, let me tell you, let me ask you this. How do you feel about Lindsay Hubbard? Because I, she seems like a hot mess and I love it. And she, you know, I could empathize with the miscarriage story. I've had a miscarriage. So I was like, oh my God, that, that had to be traumatic. Even if like, whether you wanted the baby or you weren't, obviously she said she was, she's ready to some degree for family. Is she well liked? I I like her. Okay. So here's the thing. I've had Hub House on this very podcast too. 
when the powers pass, when the powers that be at Bravo descended upon me and said, you know, you just had Kyle and Amanda who, who just pick who you want. We're not promising you. We're Bravo. We, we don't promise you anything, David. You have to scratch for everything you get, but who in your idea, like you rank who you would like from us now. Hubhouse was my number one and they gave me Hubhouse. I was like, I want Hubhouse. I got to go back and watch. She just seems fun and a mess. And I love everything about it. She's a tragic mess, but in like, and I mean that as like a compliment, like just Look, I mean, we as a viewer like authenticity, right? And so we don't mind a mess if you can just own the fact that you're a mess at times. And let me, I don't know if you know this, but so Lindsay, this is a big thing. Lindsay is now dated. Lindsay's an OG along with Kyle and Carl, who's sober, tall Carl. I, I'm excited about his sobriety journey. Like I obviously am a new watcher, as I've said, like a thousand times now, but, um, you know, obviously Kyle, uh, Carl must've been really a messy drunk. If he's now getting up at 7am, going to AA meetings, meditating, I'm like, okay, good for you. So, you know what it is? Well, first of all, is he, was he a messy drunk? Yes. Do I think he's more of a messy drunk than Kyle? I don't know about that. I'm not so sure. (laughs) I'm not so sure. Kyle's kind of- Taking cast members with him. Kyle's kind of a messy drunk, but Carl and Lindsay have tried this before. They've slept together. Carl has slept with many of the housemates. Lindsay liked Carl. Look, Carl was, he's a self-admitted fuckboy. So he was not ready for Lindsay. And Carl and Lindsay are together in real life now. Like for real. Oh, I hope it works. Okay. I kind of, you know, look, I, I. Did I just ruin a whole storyline for you? No, no. I read spoilers before anything else. Like I love spoilers. It, it doesn't stop me from watching. I, I have to look, if I start a true crime, I have to immediately Google and find out like what the end result is. And then I can, then I can still watch. Um, okay. I like this. I like them together. I, I'm, I'm fascinated to see. And so Lindsay is like, I mean, we talked about this when she was here. She's the like hopeless romantic. Like she has been knocked around by so many guys, but rather than get bitter, keeps getting up, keeps just saying like, I believe in love. You know what I mean? She is that, she's like a Jennifer Lopez of Summer House. She is, she is the hopeless, like, so they've tried this and it didn't work because Carl was fucking around with everyone and they remained friends. Okay. Right. And they were friends before and then they slept together and then, but they remained friends. They live in the same building in New York, just not because they're together. They just do. And this is like, really, like, I think, so Carl also lost a brother. Like, How did that happen? Yeah, I was going to ask you that. What happened? Overdose, you know? overdose. Um, so oh. Carl has like, you know, that. And so like, Carl really has grown up really before our eyes. You know, we'd like an evolution of a human being on our reality shows. Carl really is, was like, really. So I think because of that, you know, he's really, I, this is just me. I believe as a viewer, Carl is ready really for a relationship. And I mean, could you imagine like looking right in front of, listen, I'm convinced that the way it works is like, if you can marry your best friend, you do it. I mean, yeah, if I had any absolutely. friends that I actually wanted to fuck around with, <laughs> life would be much easier, but you know, I don't got no friends. I I know, fuck around. I you're, you're all my friends, but I don't want to fuck around with any of you. Keep your fucking clothes on. Okay. 
Oh God. Oh my God. Well, look, I would marry you if you were straight and, you know, cause I mean, can you imagine we'd be just like a podcasting powerhouse duo? You know what I mean? I would just be, (laughs) I'd be like, bitch, get on the air. We have coins to make here, honey. Like I'm on the air. Get back on the air. Start. And we give out our kids. It'd be like amazing. But (sighs) anyway, needless to say in another life. I had Um, hot flashes about being, I'm just stressing me out. I'm like, (sighs) okay, David, you're not straight. You're not straight. It's okay. Life is good. <sighs> like I, I just, you know, no offense to the straight people, but like, it's just, it's not for me. Okay. Okay. And um, apparently no offense to me. I mean, the idea of you having sex with me just got you sweaty and spelting and you almost thought you were straight. I mean that, and now you're like, Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, listen, I, us gays, we have fun. We have fun. Um, but I have here's one more so, question for you. So here's the thing. So they're together in real life and like on watch what happens. Andy kind of tried to start crap with Carl of like, you know, Lindsay, you know, like Lindsay is that like, you know, like I've even done it in a fun way with like Kyle and Amanda, like, oh, like what a mess. Like what is like, give, give Lindsay some advice. You guys are married. I did it directly to her face. So like Andy kind of started some of that and Carl, I mean, Carl is serious. He's like, no, you're not going to speak. It wasn't that intense, but he was like, there's, I have nothing bad to say. Like, this is the love of my life. Like, so if you look at their social media posts, the fact that Lindsay is like gushing over him and like, that is her. She's done that. Like she meets someone for a day and they have a drink together and she's in love. She's like, she is the Jennifer Lopez of Summer House. So she's now doing it because she has someone that's actually giving it back to her. And like, Carl has never done this, but Carl is posting like, I am so lucky to like this birthday was the best and it's all because of Lindsay. So it's like, this is, this really, to me, I think is going to work. I really do. So that is just a beautiful (laughs) thing that right now, unfortunately, you're not seeing that we have Carl with Sierra and Maya and others, but just know that this is real. Go on. Okay. Is Maya going to stick around? Because I went down a rabbit hole with Maya because she said that she had been dating a like celebrity chef. They, they shoot a picture of him. At first, I thought it was Emeril Lagasse. And I thought, is she really with Emeril Lagasse? But then I looked and he's been married like five times, but he's still with the current wife of like 15 years. And it was this other guy, Kwame Anwachi, who I was like, wait a minute. I know him. I've met him. He's like a famous DC chef. He was on Top Chef. And, you know, the way she talks about it is that she completely lost her identity in dating him. Um... I like her a lot. I was like, okay, this is interesting. And of course I got down the rabbit hole of Kwame. I knew him and he was, he has a very interesting history in DC and the restaurants, you know, cause obviously like I started so, since you know, cause I mean, she, she there. describes it as like, I was living in this man's shadow. Like it wasn't, it wasn't Maya. It was, I was Kwame's girlfriend. Well, she, I know she doesn't, I didn't get the vibe. She spoke very highly of him. I don't know. I mean, that's I, not what it seemed like on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Your ex is your ex, I guess, for a reason. But um, well, Kwame famously started a restaurant called Shah Shah Bougie um, in or or Shah um, Bouja or something like that in um, D.C. several years ago, five years ago after he was on Top Chef. Anyway, the whole concept essentially was like, I don't know how many courses, like 20 courses. It was basically like a thousand dollars. It was very, very high end. He immediately got a ton of backlash from the community, from publicity. You know, and I think it was because he was really young. He was like 26, 27. People felt like he was cocky. So anyway, he quickly tried to reduce the price, reduce the amount of courses, 
it didn't go well. The, the restaurant closed, you know, then he opened up this kin and Keith and kin in down at the Southwest waterfront in DC very popular. I went there. I did like this promotion, um, you know, for my podcast, he came out, he met my husband and me. We did like, it was like a Valentine's day promotion. You know, he was really sweet, very kind. They brought out tons of food, everything. I thought he was great. Now I just read, he closed that restaurant because of COVID in the whole COVID pandemic laid off 70 employees, hardest thing he's ever had to do. I don't know him personally at all. I just know that he definitely is a person that makes headlines in DC for various things. Okay, so, so like headlines in DC, that's not, you know, it's not New York, it's not LA, just keeping it real, everyone, but not bad. Yeah. Um, $1,000 for 12, 20 courses. Yeah, I could see people telling him to go fuck them and set himself. That's <laughs> a little extreme, right? Like who well, needs 20 I- courses anyway? And it's not New York and it's not LA. You know what I mean? It's so it was kind of like DC isn't, you know, yeah, like a seven course meal or something, but, and and, you know, there's certainly high, high end restaurants. I'm thinking like in at little Washington or something. Here's the thing. Maya's new. So is Maya going to stick around? I don't know. I'm not sure. We have Maya is new and Alex is new. The one who's always eating protein and working out. Those are the two newbies. I don't think Alex has any game, by the way. None. This guy has no game. Okay. Like he's not getting no ladies this summer. I don't see the game. Um, (laughs) Now, (laughs) like there's no game. Like he's like in bed creeping on not. I think he was creeping on. Was it Maya? Yeah, I think he was creeping on Maya that night. But Mm. Sierra. So Sierra's not new. She's second season. She was in Winter House. Sierra's drop dead gorgeous. She used to be a nurse. She just moved here full time. I mean, let's face it. Let's just call it what it is. Like you live somewhere else. You were found. You were on Summer House and now you're on Winter House and now you're back. You're like, well, I'm going to move to New York because all listen, it's just like that, you know, I mean, all these people like that, Dr. Wendy Osefo. You know, Wendy Osefo, it's from your backyard down there. I know my girl, Wendy. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, you, you were in the DC before you, one day she's a professor, the next day all she wants to do is have like candles. So Maya, I mean, not Maya, Sierra, I think is thinking of, you know, leaving nursing and man, these people, you get on the TV for two seconds, just don't leave your day job, guys. That is my advice. Don't leave your day job. This shit's not going to last. You're not Countess Luann, you know, 13 seasons in making a million dollars. And Roni is in trouble. So we don't know what the hell's happening. Um, anyway, I, I've given predictions. You know what I mean? So it's like Sierra all of a sudden wants to leave nursing and is trying to find herself. I'm like, oh, girl, you got a job. Don't don't leave it. Don't leave it. Mm. Um, I like it. You know, I really, it's one of those things I'm sure you're at this stage because you and I watch a lot of television. It's not that I don't want to try a show. It's like, I just, do I have the capacity to keep it up? You know, I and get it. that's why I never jumped on the summer house wagon, but it was incredibly entertaining. I am invested. I mean, obviously late to the game, but, um, and of course, you know, I know Paige, well, I don't know her, but I know Paige, you know, and Craig, I love that. I love Southern charm. So it's like going to be fun to see their relationship evolve. So yeah. And Oh, the best part about summer house this season is that Craig is sleeping with some woman named Kristen, whose last name we have to like blur out. Like, I, I don't know how that came down. Like, I don't know if there was like a call from Kristen's 
management and says like, if you use the word cavalry in this and like, we will sue you. I mean, like how to, or just Bravo just decide like we, for legal reasons, we better not mention her name and maybe that's it. Or is it like, does Kristen preemptively say like, don't you dare use my name? Cause Kristen Cavallari is no joke. She comes with a team. She is, this ain't Bravo anymore. This is Miss Cavallari. Oh, yeah, I love which is hysterical because, uh, yeah, but everybody knows that they were sleeping together. So what's the point of trying to, I mean, I feel like when you try to like shield your name, it's just, it just brings more attention to it. But also like Paige says to her mother on the phone, you know, like if he were just sleeping with some girl, like it'd be okay. But like, this is Kristen and like, I've loved her forever. It's like, <laughs> they acknowledge that it's Kristen Cavallari, but they will just not say I just, I don't know. I love that. Like Paige is getting insecure. I mean, Paige is gorgeous, but Christine Cavallari is fucking drop dead gorgeous too. It's like, yes, Paige. Like, I mean, that, that's enough. I, I'd be jealous if I were sleeping. I mean, I'd be insecure if I were sleeping with someone who was sleeping with Christian. Would you? I don't, but oh her personality God. is so awful. Oh, I, let me tell you, I've met, see, you're, I've met her in real life too. Amazing. <laughs> like numerous times. She is so She's pretty wonderful. Really? Yeah, she's pretty wonderful. Stop. She does not come off as she did. You think that reality show, Barry Cavallari, did her justice? I didn't think that I, okay, it didn't right. matter. I guess, there was, yeah. you know, do you know who's nasty in real life? Fucking LC. Lauren Conrad is nasty. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. See, okay. Well, then what do I know? I everybody, I have bad. I have bad TV dar, you know? I mean, I the people I think are going to be awful in real life are the sweetest human beings. And then the opposite. I think they're going to be really sweet and then they're terrible. So there you go. Okay. But So stick with it. It's really, look, it's fun. I think it's just mindless. I think, I don't know. There's something fun about just watching a bunch of people get drunk. I know. It's like, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's what the world needs right now. Honestly. Okay. Okay, I'll stick now, with Now, should we talk next about, you know, we mentioned Miss Osefo, mm-hmm. which Ooh, brings like me it. to Real Housewives of Potomac. You have some real life I got some tea. So, I got some real tea. Let's say, you know, again, for everyone listening, you are in LA and you used to live in DC. So you know the gals from Potomac. And there is this rumor going around everywhere that they, well, there's two rumors. I don't know if you also saw the rumor is that, is that Mia isn't coming back, is that Mia may not come back. Really? That's, I've read it. And the other rumor is that, you know, a very misbehaved Potomac housewife that isn't liked by anyone and has just been causing a lot of drama that's bigger than the show, i.e. Miss Dillard is also not coming back. Miss Candace Bassett Dillard. Um, well, I, Bassett. I would wager a bet, a very small bet. <laughs> because, okay. I mean, I know nothing really. But Candace and I were texting this week and she says that she is getting ready to film. I think Candace is coming back 100%. And I think me is coming back. I don't know why you would mess with that cast. Do I... I just, I just don't. I think, I think Candace is fabulous for real. I think Candace gives me Lisa Renna vibes. And, and you know what? There's a person in real life. Amazing. So is Chris Bassett, like the nicest human beings, but I, I like all the Potomac women. I mean, I, I like Ashley Darby a lot. Michael Darby's a blast. I mean, all these people I enjoy a lot in real life. Monique, I'm not- I mean, obviously, I love Monique and now she's going to be on a new reality show. So I'm not going to go so far as to say that I like all the Potomac women in real life that I've met and interacted with and had on this show. Um, 
I have some questions because we've buried the lead here that Candace and you were texting. Now, the listeners just kind of are focused on that, I think, at this point. Now, I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. You guys know that staying youthful is very important to me. And that's why NAD plus supplementation is an important part of my health routine. Basis by Elysium Health is the most trusted source of NAD supplementation. Their product basis is clinically proven to increase levels of NAD by 40%. As I age, which I'm not happy about, this is so important to me. Did you know that NAD is found in every single cell of your body and it's responsible for creating energy and regulating hundreds of cell functions, but the body doesn't have an endless supply and the levels decline as you age. Now that I take basis, I have to tell you guys, I've experienced less fatigue and more satisfying workouts. I mean, it doesn't hurt that, you know, Elysium Health has dozens of the world's best scientists working with them and eight are Nobel Prize winners. And here's a special offer for my listeners. Go to trybasis.com slash velvet and enter code velvet at checkout to save 10% off basis prepaid plans as well as other Elysium Health supplements. Decorating a home certainly isn't easy. And I know because I just bought a new apartment. Yep, I'm moving on uptown. And one of the places I turned was Jenny Kane Home. I turned to them to help me curate this new space and make it the space of my dreams. Jenny Kane Home has everything. I'm obsessed with their pillows, their throws, their candles. They also have great sofas, chairs, benches, beds. It's so effortlessly Californian. The Harbor Sofa is so comfortable. It's inviting. It's amazing. And what I love the best is it's so minimalistic. It comes in natural linen, ivory linen, or my favorite, charcoal linen. Create the space you'll never want to leave at JennyKane.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use code VELVET at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I. I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, Jenny Kane.com, promo code VELVET. I am loving getting my fit on. FitOn is the number one premium free fitness app. I originally turned to FitOn to help slim down, but now I turn to FitOn not only for my daily workout experience, but for personalized meal plans, advice from celebrity trainers such as Julianne Hoff, Gabrielle Union, Lindsay Vaughn. In the past 24 hours, talk about variety. I took classes such as The Taste of Zumba, Deepest Sleep Ever, and Kiss My Ass. 
class. Yes, and please. There's so much variety and they're always adding new classes. I never get bored. Pilates, bar, yoga, kickboxing, cardio, strength, dance, meditation. And yep, all of this could be done right from the comfort of your own home. Join over 10 million people getting their fit on. Work out for free anytime, anywhere. Text ROPE to 64000 to join Fit On for free. Text ROPE to 64000. That's ROPE 64000. I've been so busy lately. I've been neglecting so many things in my life and my hair is no exception. I don't even want to tell you how long I've been going between washes and trying out all sorts of freaking new products. But I had finally had enough of this and I'm like, listen, it's time to get serious. And I hit the reset button with Clarifying Detox Shampoo from Way. What I loved almost instantly about Way's Detox Shampoo was it felt my hair afterwards so luxurious, clean, refreshed. I honestly felt like I started to reverse the damage I had done. And I love the smell, rose, lychee, cedarwood, mm, white musk, bergamot, yum. When you're ready to undo some damage, hit the reset button with Way Detox Shampoo. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code VELVETROPE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code VELVETROPE. I know we have a lot of fun here and talk about reality TV and all the drama, but at the end of the day, listen, what really matters in our lives is our relationships, especially those with significant others. In times like this more than ever, having someone you can trust and talk to is so important, but even the best relationships hit bumps in the road. That's why I find Talkspace so important. Talkspace therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist so you can clear up the confusion and focus on what matters most, being the best person and partner you can be. I mean, I'll be the first to admit I am not good at relationships. And Talkspace, listen, whether you're married for years or re-entering the dating scene or just trying to get comfortable with being single, talking to a therapist can really help. Join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier, healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code VELVET at sign up. That's $100 off Talkspace.com, promo code VELVET. I have to tell you about a new nutritional product that I started using called Athletic Greens. Now, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted better gut health, I wanted more energy, and I wanted to optimize immune system. Well, let me tell you, what I love best about Athletic Greens is it's easy. I personally don't have, didn't have, and never will have time for any nutritional product that is complicated to use. So here's the thing. Athletic Greens, you take one scoop and you add eight ounces of water, and that's all you need. Also, the other thing I love about Athletic Greens, it actually tastes great. And it's inexpensive. It costs less than $3 a day. Also, I love it. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs. So there's no nasty chemicals or anything artificial. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash velvet. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash velvet to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did Miss Candice text you first or did you text her? This is a very important 
statements. This, she texted me first. So, so for a little background, like you said, okay, I started my career in radio. I worked for like a top 40 radio show called the Keen show for like seven years in DC. All right. Until 2013. So a, a lot of people know me in the DC area from the Kane show. Then I ended up working for Fox five channel five, the local affiliate. I still do as an entertainment contributor, as a comedian, as like just, you know, pop culture contributor. Right. So, Oh, okay. So that's how like a lot of the women on Potomac may have even listened to me like, Oh my God, this is crazy. Some of them growing up. Cause I think Candace is only, well, how's Candace 31, 32. That so, young? Really? I think Candace is yes. And Ashley Darby, I think maybe Ashley's 34, 35. Ashley is, I think the youngest of them. I thought Candace was like 36. Ashley Darby 37. is 33. Okay. Um, well, Ashley- that makes sense. But I thought Candace was like 38 or 39. Or 37, 36. No way. Not 31. There's no way. I think Ashley is the. So in other words, you were kind of the superstar to these ladies growing up. is 35. Close. To some degree. So anyway, so look, we're on, we're, I'm on a texting basis with her, with Monique, with Ashley. So, and I just moved to LA to pursue my TV career, producing career, all that stuff. Right. So, so Candace writes to me, she goes, okay, Bish, I've been meaning to text you and say how excited I am for you and how freaking proud I am of you for moving to LA. I saw your post going on auditions and I'm sending you booked and busy vibes all day. I uh, can't wait to catch up. I write girl. I love, love, love LA. Um, it was the push I needed. I just did this audition. My fingers are crossed. Thank you for all the good Good vibes. You know, how are you? She writes, yes, you should do trash talk with Frage. I'm so excited for you. I'm doing well, getting ready for Real Housewives of Potomac yet again and working on new music. I won't say anything else because I don't know if she wants um, the rest of her, like, you know, she's working on some other th- things, but I don't know if she wants those public. So, um, but I'm sure she wouldn't care about the new music. So anyway, so from that, I take it. I think at this point she would know if she was filming or not for Potomac. And I say she's filming. Okay, now I understand what you're saying, but we've all watched The Housewives. Some people are good at the manipulation and the stories. Like, did Candace text you out of nowhere the same day that these rumors were percolating about her online that she was not coming back? Because it was prevalent. I mean, listen, I get what you're saying. I get it that that's pretty like it's a sentence in the middle of a lot of other sentences. And this means she's coming back. But at the same time, is that like a red is Candace putting that out there? Is Candace like out of nowhere? I'm going to reach out to Sarah today. Just I'm having a random thought. This is listen, I'm from New York. I'm not putting you down, Sarah. I'm just I'm from New York. I'm skeptical about life. Is it just like out of nowhere, she reaches out to you and you, of course, are going to respond to her. She's a human being and she's Candace. You would take her on the podcast back. And then really, whatever she says in response, it slipped in there because Sarah, who has a platform, and now Sarah comes on behind the velvet ropes. Now she has another platform. Like, is Candace just trying to get the narrative out there with as many people as possible that she is coming back to Potomac and that she's going to will this into existence? Do you all hear the slight shade from my dear friend, fucking David Yontip? Do you hear this? Okay, Sarah, well, <laughs> why, would, why would she be reaching out to you, bitch? I mean, you know, it's like, okay. I think, you know, my friend David. I mean, I'm shading um, Candace more than I'm shading you. I think you're fabulous. I just, why is she reaching out 
to you. <laughs> I guess that sounds shady. Maybe we're friends and she's truly wishing me well on my new adventure. That's what I thought it was. I didn't give it any more thought than that. I, I really didn't. But, you know, maybe, maybe I'm sure she texts with a lot of people. So maybe she's putting it out there that she's coming back. I, I just tend to believe it's true. I don't know. I tend to believe it's really true. And I think, um, you know, because if you took her out of the mix, who is going to, now that we've seen what's happened with Salt Lake, the, the incredible drama, the legal issues, we're so invested. If they took Candace out of the mix, who is going to bring any element? Who's going to bring it? Well, Mary Cosby's gone. And so it's Jen given granted, yes, we have a lot of all-star players left. Meredith brings the drama. Lisa brings the drama. Whitney, I think, has stepped up in a comical way. She's bringing stir in the pot. I mean, you're right. I mean, listen, if you had told me, I mean, I never would have thought Candace would be on the chopping block. I, I agree with that. And then I did read all these things and I'm starting to think like, is she too problematic? Like, is she now the outlier? Is she like the Danielle Staub? Is she the one that like everybody now is like, I like this is, listen, when it becomes too, apparently as Kelly Dodd pointed out here behind the velvet robe, you can allegedly commit certain crimes and that doesn't get you kicked off the, the housewives. It's when you like are too much trouble, like then they want nothing to do with you. Like is Candace, or no, she's still playing nice enough. I'm not, I have no answer. I agree with you. I think ultimately she's not going anywhere, but it gave me like thought of like, it's not like the more you sit with it, you're like, huh, I could see this happening. But I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I do. I wouldn't be surprised if this was like a make or break season for Candace. I wouldn't be surprised if this was, okay, we're going to give you one more shot. Um, you know, I, I think because I, I get what you're saying, I guess maybe Candace goes a little too far, too far in the fights, too far in the words, too far, um, you know, like with everything. But and with, I, with with Andy and with like, she's not, you know, I mean, it's that it's it's that it's when it's really. Yeah. But did she end the season that hostile with everyone? I didn't really think so. Like, I don't think she ended you know, like Danielle Staub did at some point. And then she was like, when, you know what I mean? Like when you're the, Dorinda, like Dorinda, I mean, I think they kind of did her in. I'm not blaming Dorinda, but like, do you know what I mean? Like when you're that, the outlier, it's time for you to go. And I was like, when I read this, I was like, I, I agree. I don't think she's going anywhere. But a lot of the things I read, I was like, huh. Well, well that I will wouldn't shock me. But I mean, listen, I hope not. I think Candace does the job well. I really do. I do too. I, I think she adds such a great element to it. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I think they, I think she has at least one more season for sure. And it was interesting. Like when the Potomac women, you know how they all kind of went viral. They did like dances together. They all went to, not that all of them, but some of them went yeah. to New York, Karen Huger. No, Ashley. honey, that I thought that was New York too. Apparently that's in DC according to them. Oh, 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 they were at Fig and Olive. I'm sorry. It yeah, looks like New York City. I thought the same thing. I was like, are these girls in my backyard today? Just they didn't call me. Robin. I mean, okay. You know, that that foursome is obviously hardcore, right? And Mia and Candace are not invited. Um, I like the cast. I hope they bring them all back. I, I want to see them all back. And, and, you know, I thought like Nicki Minaj gave Candace a solid grilling 
at that reunion. I mean, I feel like Candace is there. To, I think Candace is being sincere. I think she's coming back. I loved how she responded to the internet. Like, you know, you guys all want me to go somewhere so badly, but you know, I'm, I'm coming back. And I think I, I don't know. Again, it, it's true. You know, you and I have this thing, right? You end up knowing these people in real life. And I really like her. She's a really sweet person in real life. I think she and Chris understand the, the reality game. I think they understand it. I do. I mean, yeah. Listen, I think she has more in her. I agree with you. I do. And I like Mia. I like Mia too. And Mia to me has the, she gives me, um, there could be financial vibes like that. Like, like she gives me, you know, there could be like criminal drama vibes there or something. You know what I mean? Just like being a former, I'm not a stripper, but I am, you know, I like her. I think there could be a lot more. You think there's more coming with Mia behind yeah I mean yeah I think and you know he her her husband there gets drunk and acts up I mean yeah, yeah yes I think they're gonna be more there. I think her husband is kind of go look as in I, I I agree with you it's like we haven't had the same cast in Potomac for seasons like Jersey so like do we really need to change it up do you know what I mean like why change it you're right I mean listen I've said this before I'm not coming for this person I, I wish her the best of luck. I'm not coming for, her. I have no horse in the race. I still think if there's one person who goes first, why is no one talking about Robin? I'm oh sorry. my God. I was, you read I mean, my mind. I said, this I is it for, it. this is the last season for Robin. Unless Robin gets married to Juan, it is over. I think for, for I do. I just don't get it. I, I've said this before. I truly think that, Monique saved Robin's job by quitting. I think they expected this. I'm standing by this. I've said this before. I think they were going to get rid of Robin and Monique was coming back and Robin was going. They were getting rid. This is, I'm standing by this, getting rid of Robin. And then when Monique, after the reunion said, fuck you, she quit. She's on that list of housewives who quit. It was the last minute. And they're like, we can't reek. We can't look for a replacement for her. For Monique, we already have Mio's, whoever they're like, let's just bring Robin back. We, we, it's like we're filming starts in one hour. Like we can't. So I think that I really think Robin quitting. I I think, I think her quitting saved Robin's job. Don't you want to see what Giselle would be like too? Cause I mean, you know, those two yes. have been thickest thieves. Don't you want to see kind of what, who Giselle would become friendly with or, yep. um, yeah, I'm with you. I you think need I think Giselle it, without Robin. You need Giselle without yeah. like, you don't got nothing, honey. So like, what's going to happen? Or Because I think more people will come for Giselle, like with no, no safety net, you know? Yeah, I do too. I know. I love that prediction. Yes. So but I, you, you know, know, what's also that- shocking too, is that Potomac isn't starting. Now Potomac is in that New York, OC, Atlanta. Like we're taking our time with all these French, not Beverly Hills, not Salt Lake, but Filming has not started right away for Potomac like normal. I don't think okay, it's in trouble. Wait. I'm not saying it's in trouble. I'm just saying filming has not started. It normally starts. Beverly Hills started the hour after, and so did Salt Lake. Like Salt Lake, the season's not even over, and they're filming. Like it, Potomac That's has taken. Point. There's no. There's no filming going on with Potomac. It's like the OC, and they're taking their time. So that's just what leads me to believe it may not be as simple as we think. And what, and you, you read into that as you read into that, that they're making some decisions or they're yep. rethinking things behind the scenes yep. is what you take the delight to be. Okay. I do. Mm-hmm. 
Fascinating. I, do. Okay. I think they had a great season. Like, I think it was, it was, but yeah, I mean, look, Beverly Hills, they couldn't start fast enough because of everything. Everyone hated each other, this and that. And, you know, and they brought someone in Salt Lake started the next hour. They were Heather Gay and um, Jen Shaw were outside Mary's church saying, what happened? Where's Mary? There's to, to write Mary out of the script. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, her, her, her church did close down as we discussed on a previous episode, but like, I really feel that something, it can't be that simple in Potomac. It can't, or they would have started filming already. They don't wait this long. It's like months. And to your point, right after the Monique and Candace fight and that season and Monique brought the binder, you know, they did start filming. You're right. Like two months or three months after that reunion, they were filming again. So you're right. Right. Like when did this end? I mean, I don't even remember, but when did Potomac end in September? Oh, it ended in like December. It did. It did. So that's three months. No, I'm positive because I was going to have. So that's like January, February, March. That's three months. Well, two, because we're just at the beginning of March. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's like. I don't know. It's just something that something is amiss to me. Something is amiss. So look, I hope it all works out, but I don't know. And that's what makes me think maybe Candace won't be back. And also, I think we like a shocker, right? We like a shocker. We do like a shocker. We do like an, like, we like a mix. Uh, yeah. I mean, we like a mix, but I, I think, I think it was just one of those seasons. I mean, the whole Nicki Minaj thing. I mean, I don't know. I think that they can't mess with the chemistry right now. I think you have to see what happens. I also, I also, I don't know this. I, again, I, I really like Ashley a lot and Michael in real life and have spent time with them, but I, I kind of think this will be their last season too. I, again, I have no indication of that, but I just think that Michael is, is done. Like after all the allegations and I just think, I think he's a little getting done that just from a vibe I get. I say this all the time. No offense to anyone in particular. I have to be honest with this audience. When Ashley comes, like when I do, when I tag, like my, when I have a guest on from Potomac and I tag the names, there's always like someone, you know, I swear to you. And I always like, I'm like, who else? I know there's one more housewife. I wait. And it's always Ashley. <laughs> Ashley to me, like, I don't pay, I don't pay attention when Ashley's on the screen. I still think Robin has less of a storyline, but I don't know. There's something about Ashley. I do not mean any offense to this. I just don't think she has that like Luann de Lesseps, like that star quality, like that, that thing, like, I mean, a lot of people hate Heather Dubrow. I can't look away when Heather's like, there's something about her. Ashley, to me, it's like, she just is so vanilla. And that doesn't mean that she's not a great person. I just find her ordinary. And I don't want my housewives ordinary. I think, and she's, she said this, but I do think, and I like, you know, I'm sure you follow her on social media too, but I think she's completely involved evolved to just mom life. You know, she had the Candace vibes when we first started, right? She was the shit stirrer. She was out there like, you know, I mean, whatever, sex, arguments, in fights, you know, but now, but I I think she's done a real spiritual journey. And I think she loves being a mother. She loves being a mom to those two boys. I think she wants to do that. I look, I know just personally too, like she and Michael are really in love and connected. Like, I think her, it's her relationship with Michael above anything else. I, I just, I don't know. I think they're kind of over it. I think, I and do look, think this that's is great. Like, like if this is run its course for you and you're going to be like, you still have the fucking fame. So just like, 
you know, if you don't want this to affect baby Dean and the new baby, whatever his name is, I forgot. But like, if you just want to live like a nice life, like that is, that's commendable. You're not star fuckers. Go live. I just don't think that yeah. she is. I don't think to me, she's not a housewife. Um, anything about Salt Lake? I mean, Salt Lake is filming. You said, were you telling me that Jenny Nguyen is getting there are people that are loving her on social media and standing by her. Oh my right? God. Did you read her, her posts from, you know, last night? No, she, um, oh my God. People are like loving her so much. Um, and it's just always fascinating to me, right? Cause someone gets canceled. And I was saying this to you before we started, um, recording, I think, you know, when you get canceled, it's like all your haters drop off. And then like the people that love you, oh my God, do they rally around you? She put, um, she just posted last night, whatever you do, do it with passion. 18 hours ago, the comments, no, again, she could be going in and deleting them or her team could be deleting any of the negative ones. But, um, people are just like, oh my God, I still love you. Gorgeous. I love you, Jenny. Love you on the show. Beautiful girl. I love your hair, Jenny. We uh, have your back. Are you back in the Royal Housewives of Salt Lake City? We missed you. Um, then people are writing, no, this is the season two finale. Duh. They're like, oh, okay. Um, own it. Be you. I mean, it's just- Is like, there anything you. about like freedom and you should be able to speak and say what you want? And I'm going to miss you. No, I mean- um, Because I just think she now represents, this is just me, this is where oh. my mind goes. She now represents- the, I'm not saying this is true. I think I, I don't relate anything to politics, nor do I talk politics on my show here. But I think that, you know, when you have like a Megan McCain who speaks out of like, you know, if like it's a someone, like if someone liberal does whatever, they get kept. If someone conservative, like a Jenny, like as a Trump supporter, does something, they get canceled. And I think, I just think that, it's like with Kelly and Rick. There are a lot of lovers of Kelly Dodd and Rick Leventhal. Let me tell you, I can yeah. share all my DMs and every one of you who listens who loves them. There are people that like Kelly and Rick, Jenny, they represent the like the less liberal person who says we are the ones who are not like we're the ones that accept everyone and like you can say what you want in this country. Like I, I understand. So I think Jenny is, she's going to have this, there's going to be people that, so I just think, I wonder if that's it. Cause Kelly and Rick get that. They get like, thank God you had them on two people that just speak and more people need to speak. And I'm not taking any sides guys. I'm just, so I think um, Jenny will have this fan base now that that's going to stand by her. I mean, she does. We have this here. Okay. My favorite housewife, a conservative at her finest. Um, I will miss you. Loved you this season. Um, don't give in to the mob. Um, you're the realest one. <laughs> People go crazy. So yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, yeah, she's got her supporters. Do you, by the way, was she fired even before she put out? No, she put out the apology and then she was fired, right? She put out the apology and then she was fired. Yes. And do you think there's anything she could have saved, said to have saved her job? Or not no, you think? really. Okay. Not okay. really. I feel, I just go back to, I don't, how can I say this nicely? I don't believe, I mean, I don't want to say I don't believe Bravo, but I believe that these decisions are not based on race or outrage by any network. I believe it's like, 
like they're not going to let Ramona go or they're not going to let like Jenny to me to was a throwaway housewife. Disposable. Okay. Yes, okay. To the powers that be. I'm not saying she was throw, but when I think when they look at her, they're like, all right, she's one season in. We have Jen Shaw. To your point, this is not Potomac. We have Jen Shaw. We have Meredith. We have the show doesn't need fucking Jenny McGowan. So it's easy to say, look at us. We're so liberal and let's get rid of her. You ain't gonna do that with Ramona. Ramona's gonna be back. Let's let's just put put that out there. So I think when you know they didn't do that with Catherine Dennis on Southern Charm, they made this a moment. Let's talk about yeah, this. Catherine Dennis is still there. Yeah, you're right. But you're they're right. not getting rid of Catherine Dennis on Southern Charm. I think they did. They did with Stasi and Jackson. I think they did, and then they had this complete failure known as Vanderpump Rules last season. And they're like, well, they can't bring Stassi back now. It's too late. But that ship has sailed, guys. I mean, they're they're not. But I think they would not necessarily fire Stassi if they had to do it all over again in Jax. I truly believe this. And so now it's like, well, we did. And now we have a fucking failure here named Vanderpump Rules. And how is this show going to get back on course? And we ain't letting any of these people go that everyone says is racist unless it's works for us yeah they got rid of the guy on below deck and edited him out and so first year housewife i that is really what i think and it's not going to be Catherine dennis southern charm without Catherine dennis excuse me excuse me no honey no she looks gorgeous and ramona singer not yet i mean maybe at 77 maybe but they're not done with ramona so i really think it's a convenient that's what i honestly think it's fascinating to me because Catherine Dennis has a lot of castmates that defend her too. And what was fascinating, and you and I talked about this, about the Jenny Nguyen thing was all her turn, all those castmate members turned against her. I don't know what that means. Maybe they're just trying to save their jobs. Maybe they truly believe what she said was awful. I don't know, but it was very interesting to me. Whereas Catherine has had, I mean, okay. Oh my God. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? And you've had Southern charm stars on, um, Oh my God. Who is he? You know, um, Craig oh Shap. No, who's this the kind of new guy? Southern charm. Yeah. Who's the new guy? You know, he came into town oh, when he moved back from California. Yes. The hot oh. one that everyone wants to sleep with. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. What's his name? What's his name? What is his name? What is his name? What is oh, his come name? on. Come on. We what all know. Um, is his name. We, we, know. we know his name, but what <laughs> is your point? <laughs> my point is I had him on the podcast and I asked him about Catherine and he said, you know, even though John he, Pringle, Pr- yes, Pringle, Pringle said he, he does not believe she's racist. And, you know, Pringle, you know, just knew her because, you know, Pringle is a really good friend through um, not through Craig, but oh, my God. OK, this is beginning to sound like I am having a mental fart. But anyway, um, long story short, Pringle said she is not racist and, and really defended her on the podcast from his point of view. So I'm just saying for, for Pringle to not even know Catherine all that well, but to come for her, he must feel that she's a good person. There you go. I, I, I get that. I get that. Just, it was interesting to me. No, Jenny I mean, no supporters really. No one said, Hey, looks, I don't agree with what Jenny said, but Jenny's a really good person. Jenny well, should be given another chance. I also think that this isn't, you know, Luann, Teresa, this isn't season 12. Every single person there is afraid for their own life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just think it's like Meredith don't want to lose her job. Lisa don't want to lose her job. It's like, I mean, really none, no one was friends with her really, except Lisa Barlow. So, I mean, who would really support her when the whole world is going against her you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Lisa's the one that was really her friend. So if anyone should be like 
you know, supporting yeah. her, it would be Lisa. The others are just kind of like, why? Yeah. So yeah, but that's what I think. It looks, it's going to be a great season. And I don't know if they're bringing anyone new and I don't think they need anyone new. I think Salt Lake is just the best oh. thing that's ever existed. Literally. So good. So good. Should we talk about Wendy Williams? Do you think there are truth? Do you think there's truth <laughs> to the rumors? That her show when is ending and it's going to be um, a show with- Gary Shepard. What do you think? What I mean, do you think it's true? Listen, I don't think that you can host a show called the Wendy Williams show. I mean, how, how long has it been now that Wendy hasn't been on the air? You know? I think we are going on, um, well, it would have been the end of last season. So, I mean, last season probably ended in May or June, you know, we're going so on eight how long could a show be called the Wendy Williams show without her there? I think it's true. She's not, she's not well, she's not going to be back. I know it's sad. It's so sad. I just cannot even believe the end of an era ends that way. Cause like I said, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that you're going to, and do you, what's your prediction for Sherry Shepard? Do you think that show will do well? Do you think as Sherry is the host? I mean, I like, I love a comedian. I love a comedian. I think Sherry has a little edge to her. Like it could be good, but I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. You know who I really liked? I really liked Kim Whitley as the replay because Kim Whitley did a lot of coverage for Wendy. I liked her. I liked Michelle Visage from Drag Race. I don't know. I mean, Sherry Shepard has experience, right? But oh, and it's like, going to be what? Call the Sherry Shepard show and it's just going to replace that? I mean, I don't know. Does she have that in her to be, I mean, is are they trying to make it like Wendy 2.0? Well, I think, I mean, look, I mean, what it gave them is an opportunity to test different hosts, right? And I, from what I understand and what I've read, Sherry tested the highest of all, of course, you know, they had Michael Rappaport, they had Leah Remney, um, you know, Listen, Leah this is this is like, that's what they did with Seacrest. I mean, if Sherry's the one that gives the ratings and, and the Q score, then it's like, we've, there's no, this is like, there's no brainer here, people. Like we tried all these people and this is the feedback. I mean, I could see that. I love Rappaport. I could see him being a small audience. You know what I mean? Like I love Michelle Visage. I could see her not being like, I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I I loved Leah Remini and Michelle. I thought they were a great, I thought they had great chemistry. I thought they were funny. People liked that. I, I love Leah Remini anyway. I think I like just like the full kind of disclosure and a little raunchy, but I guess, I mean, Sherry must've tested higher than even them because they were the other fan favorites. I wonder if Leah, if there was like so many anti-Scientologists coming for her, honestly, and they were like muddying the waters. No, I don't know. Look at me. Listen to me today. I am just doubting everything. I am just doubting pure (laughs) one plus one equals two. Yeah. I'm like, I have conspiracy theories. I think Candace (laughs) is reaching out to you to try to get you to like put, put a whole narrative out there. I don't know. I I still don't know about that. Miss Dillard. I'm not so sure. I mean, I I guess. Don't, I don't think I would be the one because I don't talk enough about housewives. I really, I talk housewives with you. I've had the Potomac women on. I don't really um, have a lot of housewives on. So I just don't feel like, look, maybe she's super crafty. And she was but like, you know, know what? what? Is? Is this, I'm, I'm associated with you. And, and, but I don't know. I, but I don't you know what it is. And this isn't else. my ego. It's like, 
I don't, I see what you're saying, but I think she contacted everybody. Like, let me go down the list of like all my Sarah's. Like, let me like, and she just put it out there to a lot of people. That's what I, I don't think that's where I was like, I mean, I'm not saying you're not special. I'm just saying that's where I think (laughs) maybe she contacted a lot of people like you and just, oh, how is everything? Oh, really? Well, okay. You're filming. Really? You're filming Candace. You're getting ready. I don't know. I don't, I think she's going to be back, but I just, it seems like a strange text to me. And all of a sudden that line has slipped in there. I don't know if you you're really, Jar. here's the thing. If you're really going to be back, let's just talk. Now I'm getting like heated guys. If you're really going to be back, you don't fucking announce that you're like, you get in fucking big trouble. If you get like a new show or you're going to, you know, you don't announce the new season. Like who's, I have Carson Cressley coming up here on the show. Like the day before he went into the big brother house, he didn't mention it. So you don't mention something before it's announced. That's where my mind goes. If she's really like the contract is signed, you don't fucking mention that. Cause Bravo is going to be on the phone and be like, bitch, are you kidding me? You get in a lot of trouble for breaking that you're cast in something. Maybe I just, maybe I just, um, no, no, no. I think I just, it's more ammunition for me thinking like she's not going to, I don't know. I just, I think it's weird. I just think it's weird that that is slipped in to a text. I mean, I know you asked her how she is. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced about this Candace. Listen, have you seen Candace in action? Have you seen her? (laughs) Like these girls oh are God, good I, at I No, no, no. You didn't do anything wrong, but these ladies are good at what they do. They're good. I don't know. That Candace might've played you, Sarah. She might've played you like, like a fiddle. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I know. I'm so naive when it comes to, I just always take people at face value unless they like, they have to like show me three times, you know, who they really are. You know, that saying that Oprah always said, you know, believe people the first time when they show you, I, I never do. I, I, it's like the third time I finally get it. And maybe she played me up and down like a fiddle and she knew we were going to talk about it. And there you go. But I, I feel like her deal is done and they are film. They're going to film. Listen, um, I hope right. so. we, yeah. What I want to ask you really quickly though. Um, so I didn't care at all about Big Brother. When is this Carson interview coming out? And and have you followed Big Brother? And why is he apologizing to Shayna Mokler? I mean, I believe he is apologizing. I haven't seen, but I mean, he and Cynthia Bailey are yeah. together in the Big Brother. They're in alliance. They 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 threw the game away. They threw the fucking game away. Excuse my okay. word, Sarah. They okay. threw the fucking okay. game away. Like okay. we have Todrick from fucking RuPaul's Drag Race and everything else in his life. And he's paired up with Misha. I mean, they have an alliance. She's a wrestler. She beats all day the shit. Her husband's hot. They showed a video from her home. Her husband's <laughs> hot. And like ugh, the Shayna Mokler, the Shayna Mokler, she would have been on their side. And then they convinced Cynthia and Carson that she was playing both sides, which she was, but she's still a, like, they just, they dumb gameplay dumb gameplay and they got emotional and they figured they it's almost like they voted out someone that could have been an ally and they kept these two targets on the other side of the house it was like a stupid fucking move and now that Carson's home and he's gonna watch this he's gonna be like that Julie Chen even said like do you think you made the wrong decision like it was a dumb move and I think he's just like 
they really came after Shayna, like you are scum and plain. And I think they're just like, oh shit, if we kept Shayna, we would have taken. So I think now that Carson's home and he's watched, it's like, oh shit, Shayna wasn't bad. She wasn't coming for them. And they just made a stupid move. So that is why he's apologizing. They came hard for Shayna. And when Miss Bailey gets out of the house, she's going to, I think, be upset that she did this too. Okay. Anyway, I, now I'm like intrigued to watch. Never watched Big Brother before. Never cared. It's I've so always good. loved Carson. And uh, and I love the Chris Kirkpatrick and Todrick fight. I mean, Chris Kirkpatrick basically Big was fight. like, I will never fucking speak to you guys. Like even on your children or like his children. They're like, it, w- it must have been intense. So I don't know. I'm, I'm now all of a sudden intrigued, but I'm like, oh my God, do I have capacity for one more fucking show? Well, we know it's on like every night. And we also have Lamar who is talking about how like he wants Chloe back. I mean, this is like on national TV, like Lamar is using the platform now to basically plea his case to Chloe and Jerry O'Connell, just they can't had him on and they asked him to comment and he was like, yeah, I don't think he's ever getting Chloe back. No, he's not. And it's so, it's such a broken record now. It's so awful. It's like when Tristan Thompson, you know, sends a heart emoji or something on her fucking things. It's like, leave this woman alone. Like, leave her alone. Unless, again, I don't know that maybe Chloe loves it and thrives on the attention. But it's like, these men will not fucking leave her alone. Like, the Kardashians, the one thing they seem to find are these guys that will never leave them alone. It's like- Well, I was going to say, like, if you love Chloe so much, like, treat her right we have two people now that have lost Chloe that want her back. I know. I know. It's and they not- all say that about her after it's like, it's like, yeah, but there's something in you uh, that when you're with Chloe, it's not enough. Like, the, so you guys need to be honest with yourself, like do her a fucking favor and leave her alone. Like free her up to be with someone that is honest. Isn't that all we ever want in life now? It's like, I just want Chloe Kardashian to find a man that is like good to her. That's like, my fucking new year's resolution for that money is my favorite dude i love club money me too. Love me too she's the best love club money um that's what, what else and what else is on your pop culture i mean like i was telling you i'm obsessed now with bethany frankel's tiktok she's been giving kanye west advice about divorces because obviously you know bethany her divorce took seven years um and it's really Good. Sometimes I feel like, like what? what is Bethany saying? What advice? Cause she does know it all apparently. So what is she telling this man? Um, she's basically saying like Kanye can't have it both ways and Kim can't have it both ways. They can't go into their relationship being super public and inviting the public in and all the good things. And then on the way out have expected not to be public. She's said to Kanye, everything Kanye does online is going to be used in court against him. So, you know, whoever is advising him, they need to get control of these, you know, of him posting text messages that, you know, she was tempted to do it with Jason, that it's kind of a way to get the upper hand in the public's eye. But it really the courts don't give a shit about that. And they really um, come after you hard for that kind of stuff. So So what, like the fact that he's like doing all this craziness? Yeah. And, you know, Kanye, basically, he's been publishing their text messages. Kim's, you know, about and like, what does it say? Like anything interesting? Just things like, you know, of course, he calls Pete Skeet now, you know, so he's like, you know, she's like saying, please, Kanye, don't don't put um, our location or or anything about us in the public. And he's like, don't worry, I'm making sure Skeet, you know, is protected. And it's it, not nothing like. It just is very harassing, you know, to 
to they, Kim. They welcomed him in. Like they really welcomed him in. And it's like, how does this ever, how do they come back from this? Like how is Chris Jenner ever going to be okay with Kanye again? Do you know well, what you I mean? Know, like, Kanye, they're not. I mean, I don't think they ever are. I mean, I think they have a crisis on their hands that I don't even think that they know how to handle because I don't know if you think Kanye's mentally ill or a brilliant genius. Yes, or No, I think uh, something is off. It's like, I mean, either that or you're just very arrogant. Like you just can't lose. You just can't lose. Like, you know what I mean? Like you too can't have it both ways. Like this woman has left you. Right. And that happens every day. So get over it. Right. Like what's the big deal? I mean, am I just like, I don't know. I think, I think Connie is acting like a fucking big baby is what I'm saying. Like, no, you're not, someone's not going to kiss your ass if you treat them like shit. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, am I being too harsh on Kanye West? I mean, no, I think everyone's had it with him. And I think everyone sees that there's, like I said, I, I think it's somewhat scary what's happening. Cause I just feel like, I hope, you know, he has four kids that idolize him. I'm sure as a father. And it's like, I don't know. He gives me vibes that it's not good. Like he's spiraling. Like he's, yeah, no, same thing. Like, I think he's like, yeah, it doesn't look, say what you want about the Kardashians. They do have these major scandals where people cheat on them and like Rob and China, but like, if you think about it, they specifically don't do insane things. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the stuff is like, Chloe is not, it's about Tristan and this and Jordan Woods and Lamar. Like what did Chloe do? Like the Kardashians really in the public eye have their shit together. They're sucked into a lot of stuff, but show me where they're the one, you know, on stage doing drugs, slurring, like acting crazy. They don't. The Kardashians really are media trained, you know? Yeah, they are now. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't back in the day when they were, you know, doing celebrity boxing matches and appearing at, you know, cupcake stores. Um, but I wish we were there. <laughs> it's a long way from there. Me too. Me too. I liked those days. Oh my God, I, I like those. Okay. Wait, last thing I have for you though, this is kind of like going back to Salt Lake. So I don't know if we had closed that, but That's I meant good. to talk about the trailer for the reunion and Jen Shaw, Andy Cohen asking her multiple times, what are your charges? And she goes, I, I don't know what they are. And he goes, one charges for 20 years. One's for 30. You don't know what your charges are. And she's like, no, no, like and, it's going to be and coach. And there. she, it's and so she good. didn't do that. Just like, she didn't do that. Like I'm really smart. I don't want to talk about this. So I'm just going to say, I don't know. No, maybe, maybe no. I mean, we're going to see, right. You don't think it was okay. Nope. I don't think it's like, I'm Oh, really? You want to ask me about this Andy bitch? I'm going to tell you, I don't know anything about it. And therefore there'll be no more. Qu- nope. I, I don't buy it. I think she just truly is like, I'm on TV. What the fuck is the problem? Like, I, I, I don't need to worry about these charges. She is found guilty. I think she's doing two to four years. I mean, there's no way she's doing Nobody does that much time for, unfortunately, like these blue collar crimes. They just don't. They they, they don't. Like, she's she's a nonviolent offender. It's, it's always like, found- and it's like a country club wherever you go. It's like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. It's oh, almost really? like- the story you're going to a fabulous prison in Connecticut where you're going to like make baskets half the day and work out like I mean and yeah it's it's like you make all this money you have a chance to hide as much of it as you want 
And then you get a slap on the wrist and you go to a country club for two years. I mean, I'm not saying I'm interested in that or go out and do this. I'm just saying like, that doesn't really curtail you from doing it when you've made so much money. Like, yeah, she doesn't seem concerned. I really feel Jen Shaw doesn't understand the charges. I think that was authentic. I, maybe she's innocent. I mean, maybe she's not worried because she's totally innocent and she can blame it on the partner. I don't know. But I, I think if she's found guilty, she does, I say like a little over two years. That's it. I'm, I'm, she, I'm sure she'll be sentenced to five and two years suspended for good behavior. And, and then she'll do some community service or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't see how blue collar crime people do that much. I mean, Bernie Madoff did because the wrong people, white collar, sorry. Well, right. Like look at Teresa. (laughs) Teresa was gone for how long? And I mean, she's moved on in the world and we're fine. And like Jen Shaw, I mean, the show's not waiting for her to come back, but she'll, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll, she'll, it's when you get out. I mean, honey, you better not. I mean, if you come out and you commit something else and now you're, you found another way to keep your lifestyle. Now, I mean, second offense, like you're fucked. You're fucked. Really? Yeah. You're fucked. Maybe she goes, maybe she does look, maybe she sends to 10. What do I know? But I just, I don't know. I just don't think, I mean, even, I mean, Joe Judice is paying a big price. I mean, he, he's not coming back to this country. That's a big price, but, and he did defraud a lot of people. I don't know with all the people pleading guilty, except her. I mean, it, I don't know what she's thinking. I think she's smart though. I mean, roll the dice and go to trial. You know, she's a public figure. She met people. It can go one of two ways. You know, she may be, she may be a heck of an actress and you know, she can prove that everybody else has, has now pled guilty. And she didn't really know. Maybe she was thought she was partaking in a completely legal, um, you know, I don't know. Medicare attorney has moved to block all of the RHOSLC footage. They want it admitted in court. I mean, I don't know what they're going to use, but they want to see it all. And her attorney has, they've come out and made a statement like, you know, there are many things which happen on these shows which are not real is basically what they've said. And it's a heightened version of oneself and there's drama. Like basically I have to find, everyone needs to Google this statement. It basically was saying like a, some, a lot of what happens on TV is, is false, is like made up and fabricated for, you know, like whatever effect and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. I'm excited for this finale. I, I really am. It's, there's some good housewives TV right now. I love it. There are some housewives TV. You know, I mean, David, I feel like we've covered a lot that those were like all my things. Yeah. I'm addicted to Bethany Frankel's TikTok right now. She's giving Kanye and Kim breakdown, you know, advice and, and finance. And I, I really, I feel like that's where Bethany shines. And, um, I can't Listen, wait to see. Where- I'd like some finance advice from Bethany, right? <laughs> I know. You Bethany, know? look, Bethany's one of those ultimate, you know, housewives players too. She, she's done it. Listen, she doesn't post with anyone but Bryn. I think Bryn is her main friend. I do believe that Bethany has no friends except for the fiance and Bryn. Like those are the, you you do not say, I mean, Bethany and Bryn are on a dance floor for two. I mean, there is no one else around. Like the caterer doesn't even want to jump in. You know what I mean? But I don't think Bethany fucking cares. I don't think Bethany wants friends. I think she's thrilled with the fiance. She's writing a book. Or she's she, works, she works 24 hours a day. I think she loves business and her daughter and this new fiance. And I don't think she, 
maybe she has tons of friends. You're probably more privy to that than I am. No, I think she loves the work and I think she loves money and I think she loves bring. Yeah. Time will tell if the fiance is still around. I'm not so convinced that that's a lot of love, but no, I, think, I think she loves her life. She's in, I think Bethany got exactly what she wanted in life and good for I, you. I think she got exactly what she wanted in life. And I mean, for, I really do think she's not trying to be mean. She's not trying to be rude. It's like, she's over the fucking housewife. She's really not going back. She does not want to go back. And I get it. Why would you want Why to would go back you? What? for drama when you don't need to, like, you don't need the money and like, isn't it isn't it inspirational isn't it like don't we want some of these women to graduate and just say I don't want anything to do with this yeah the platform launched you absolutely but is anyone here listening the same person they were 10 years ago 20 years ago five years ago it's like good for you that you don't need this no one I think a lot of people don't want to go back and then they have to for the money or like they're desperate for the fame I mean like Good for her for really being over it, you know? I don't I believe agree. Oh, she's desperate for the fame and her show failed and this one and she'll be back. I, no, no, no. No. I think I like, the, I feel the same about Monique Samuels. You know, she's going to be on Love and Marriage from Real Housewives of Potomac. She's now on Love and Marriage on yeah. Owns show. I'm excited about that. She seems like another one that she's never going to look back. Like, I think she's going to continue to do reality TV, but it won't be. Um, she got lucky. She got something and it's paying and it's about, yeah, I don't think she's ever going to go back to housewives. Nope. I think. And I mean, she's said a lot about it. Not that that really, they care. I mean, so is Bethany, but Monique has definitely spoken out on this podcast. Lots of other, right. She's Monique is not like, let me give you an answer because like in my head, I want to kind of go back to Bravo and keep it. No, she doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. It has been another amazing, where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me at David Yontef on Instagram at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram or listen to Behind the Velvet Rope on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you find podcasts. Oh, I love you, my friend, David. It's always fun to chat with you. Um, well, basically you can find me at the Sarah Frazier show, TikTok, Instagram. Um, I put out new episodes Monday through Wednesday. David and I do a Bravo dish kind of like behind the scenes, but I, I talk a lot of TLC shows. And of course I have like crazy guests on. I'm actually having a woman coming up. She is selling sex toys for the metaverse, David. So now you're going to be able to vibrate your partner in France when you enter the metaverse. Okay, what a world. You can put on your metaverse glasses and be having metaverse sex with her line of sex toys with a guy in France. Can I just That's tell you, I do not understand how any of the metaverse works. I have put on those goggles before and considering I have Relief Band, which is one of my clients, everyone, you get, I think, 20% off. If you go to the code for Relief Band, no, Relief Band works. It's like, I have motion sickness and relief. You literally wear this thing and it's like, it is like night and day. And this is literally, they're one of my clients. It's just, wow. but those glasses, those glasses give me, I mean, literally make me so fucking dizzy. I can't even describe it. Really? So uh-huh. I am going to skip the sex toys and getting my partner off in France. I will stick <laughs> to real life. You're down the street. Here I am. DM me and let's see how that all goes. That's, all what right, well, that's what's coming up on the Sarah Fraser show. So there you go. Oh my God. Well, we're going to keep doing this. You're going to DM me later. I love you dearly. Everyone that's it for today. Let's let's, and we're going to keep you posted on this Candace Dillard 
in like development. We're What's our say- bet? What's our bet? Okay. Do we want to do dinner at Craig's in LA or lunch in Craig? at Craig's in LA or the Ivy, whoever we loses do, has to pay. Yes, we can do dinner okay. or lunch Done. at either of those. Done. But I but I still, I will bet that she's not back, I guess, but I don't necessarily know if I even believe that. So I'm basically betting with you just for a fun experience because okay. I really right. do in my heart believe that she is back. But this text, I don't think is an innocent text. I don't. Oh, I'm actually tempted to, te- I'm actually tempted to text her and be like, did you send this out to me really? Or did you send this out to a bunch of people? I, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think Miss Diller just checks in with anybody and no offense. I just think knowing the housewives oh, speaking, I think okay. most of them are just interested in their spouses, the children, the mothers and themselves. I don't think they ask, how was your move? And how are you darling? And hope life is, I, I just, I think with you, she got lucky when she investigated on the Instagram. She's like, oh, I have a good reason. So we, we don't have to just, I, I don't, I think it's a good reason. I think this was put out there to lots of people by Candace right. to spread the word that she is on the verge of going back to the housewives. Okay. Do. All right, David, love you. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.